Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you getting paid? And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. For Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft episode 100. My name is Rab Florence and of course in the room also is your man Grado. Hey now. And producer John is here. Hello. And we're all here to sell. We've all got big smiles on our faces because we've got a big special celebration. I know we missed an episode last week uh, and there was a good reason for that, which we'll soon find out. But this is episode 100, we were like, we'll need to do something special for episode 100. What could we do that's special for episode 100? Gredo, what's special about episode 100? Oh, well, I mean, we, I mean, John did try for me to get uh, Matt Hardy and all that, but instead I'll we'll just use my Wayne. My Wayne's been born. Gredo, as a father, congratulations. Gredo, has happened? Tell us all about it. Tell us, well, first of all, tell us the name. Tell us the weight. <laughs> Tell us. Um, well, you want so, to announce all that? You want to announce I, I don't care, man. I suppose I've, I was talking about it on go this morning, so it's all good. Um, her name is Perry Maureen Steveley. No, here's a crack. That's Maureen's her middle name, man. That was my mom's name. She's not getting yep. called Perry. I mean, I just like so Perry Maureen Steveley. Perry is Stephanie's mom's, who's also passed. It's her mom's um. Maiden name Perry, and then John. What is it you want to say about my name? Pick. I, I thought you named it after your favourite wrestler, Perry Saturn. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's not even my favourite radical mate. All right. So, all right. All right. Okay. But um, I know I'm going to get because I already have had oh because I'm at the woman in, in the hospital today was going oh he's big Little Mix fans. <laughs> <I'm> going, <laughs> and I was like, well, I do like Little Mix, but that's no the reason why we've we've picked the name. And then other folk are going Penny. What kind of Penny? I'm like, no, that's Stephanie's dog's name. Then I'm starting to think, should we have called the name that's so close to Stephanie's dog? I don't know. And what is uh, Stephanie's dog called? Well, she's got, well, it's no her dog, it's her feathers, but there's Penny. Penny. Right, right, okay. Oh, pe- right. No, I think that's cute. I think that's cute. Penny and Penny. That's cute. Perry, Penny, and, uh, oh God, I can't remember her names. Um, her dog's name, I can't remember. Uh, Claude, and what's the other name? There's another one. Jesus, fuck, I've only stayed with it for two years, I can't remember. Cradle, I mean, we, we don't care about the dogs. You had a fucking win last night. <laughs> Let me tell you the dog's names. <laughs> Sorry, man. So it's just, here's a, here's a crack, man. So, you know, she went in, had uh, sitting there, and she tends something to bring it on. I don't know. She get getting juiced, right? She getting juiced. Getting juiced, man. She getting juiced and sitting there, and she's getting fiddled away and examined, and yada, yada, yada. Everybody will know the crack, man. But mm-hmm. it's, wow, it's very, do you know what I mean? It's eye opening. It's intense, right? It's that the, the intense is a word, man. Intense is a word. It really, really is. And uh, nothing was happening. And she, so I went home that night. And you know, the next day I went back up, and 
But the thing is, I thought because she was like, oh, I'm getting moved into the labour ward. And I was like, right, fuck it, this one will be a bit now. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. I thought, right, they only get tamed into that when it's time to kick off. So, you know, I, I, had been read, I had been reading up stuff on Google, like, to-do lists for daddies, what to bring, daddy-do lists. Do you know what I mean? Like, is it right. Right? Bring a challenger, bring uh, pound coins for snacks. the vendor. Bring snacks, bring soaks and flip-flops and all that shit. But because I'd been there the day before and I turned up on a Tuesday, I thought, right, fuck it, this will literally take three quarters of an hour in this manual boot, so I don't need fuck all. So I turned up and then the woman was like, right, COVID, you can't leave this room. I was like, nah. You know what I'm like with this vape, right? You know what I mean? That right. was the thing going through my head. I'm like, fuck, I can't vape, man. I goes, I'm legit and all of it. They're like, no, you need to stay in. So this was about, I got there about 10 in the morning and then it was there all day, 8 o'clock. Don't get me wrong, I had to... I fly puff out the windy, and uh, at one point I was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I tried not to make it all about me, but you know that way I was in with like a nurse, and she recognised me, and she's talking away, and you know we've been in this room for like hours and hours and hours to the point I'm right. like, I'm like Q and A, what do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you can ask me anything you want. <laughs> you any questions? Q and A, you know what I mean? And she's like, eh, well, uh, what panel are you doing? <laughs> Because I was, you I just was getting, uh, your brain was running, was running away from me. Anyway, right. I'm, I'm rabbiting on. Anyway, next minute, she gets examined, and the nurse goes, right, the horn's sticking out. That's no good. So you need to go and get a, se- a cesarean section. I'm like, oh my god. So I get the fucking, I got the, I get all the, 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 the blue shirt and the bandana and all that, and I'm trying to take selfies of myself, but. Oh, well, I get, a bandana? Well, you should you get the bandana, the NHS bandana? I never got a fucking bandana. Did, Did you get you a know? bandana, John? No, I didn't get a bandana. This is, must be a wrestler thing. And I got a pair of Crocs. I got some cunt's Crocs, too. <laughs> pair of Zubas, a bandana. Uh, mm-hmm. He's wrestler gear. Aye. And I got sat in and sat down. And fucking I was celebrities, man, getting free stuff up the hospital, man. That's not right. <laughs> well, I could get into that, mate. I really could get into that. I don't want to get them into bother, but they looked after me. <laughs> They look I mean? Oh, mate, they look definitely. I'm talking lentil soup. I'm talking roast pork. I'm talking cheese boards. Are you Mackie D's on it? Oh, uh, no, not no, no, that. Just whatever they, they you know. I was right, getting, right, right. I was getting pieces and all that. I was look, I was, I was well looked after. A wee woman getting birth next door, getting tell. Oh, we've only got toast for you, hen, because you've mm-hmm. got a fucking cheese board next door. Yeah. Uh, mate, I'm, I don't want to get too much in it. I don't want to get them into bother, but they just they were, they were. By the way, they're all lovely. Oh, they're the watch I'm the, saying. And they're it's the best people in the world, didn't they? They're the best people I mean, in the world. I mean, Rob, I can't even. I mean, like every one of them was brand new. Yeah. Every one of the nurses were tremendous. They were all amazing, honestly, legends. And then, um, and anyway, so goes into that theatre and all the rest of it. And then we don't get too much into it, but there was complications when she had her cesarean, which was horrible. It was she was on the operating table for hour and hour? I'm sitting by this way, and I'm like, what? What am I doing? It was. And my aim was getting sad, and they were too busy walking in hard. And I'm going, I said, No, can I not sit this way on the table or get it? You know, can I, what, what can I do here? Because my aim was gouping. Anyway, she gets sorted, she gets stitched up, stapled up. Back I love how she's it. getting sorted out after a cesarean section, all that complications, and you're like, Fucking, my arm was sore. Sitting there holding this way, and my arm was sore. You're too busy dealing with her. <laughs> oh, uh, I know, exactly. But the, the first thing I noticed was his beak, man. I've sent you the pictures. Have you seen Aye. this? Seen her beak? Hi. Oh my god, she's got that. See the way I've got like a 
knows like a double barrel shotgun. She's beautiful. She's she's uh, so Mark. cute. I've been showing a picture of everybody. Well, not everybody, everybody in this oh. house. I showed, yeah. it, I showed it the picture to Wee Waverly and she You've was not, like, oh, she's so cute. Oh, you never put it on Facebook, did you? No, I just yeah, sent, good, I just sent it to Glasgow Live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? You, you do say, like, people go, oh, you look like you're, you know, it looks, it always just looks like a baby, but I actually seen the picture, oh. Grado, it looks the fucking spit of you. I mean, it's hilarious. I definitely, you're Wayne. I mean, I was walking back in the hospital today and there was nurses that I hadn't even met and they were like pulling down their masks and going, oh my God, that Wayne is your double. That Wayne is your double. <laughs> well, tell me, tell me, she's loud daddy. But I love it already, man. I'm just straight into it, like picking her up and going, Come on, come on, what's she saying? What's she saying? I'm into it already, man. And the wee noises, it. the wee noises they make, not that magic, isn't it? Scarless, but the, the, uh, hopefully that's the, the, that's cleared up what's happened. That's the reason why I never could do the podcast last week because it's been going on and on and on. And by the way, the difference between football daft and wrestling daft is when if football daft misses an episode, we don't really get much. Maybe, but wrestling daft, I think. I think we affect people when we don't have a show. <laughs> right. Right, so what a great excuse we've got this time. You know mm. what I mean? Usually it's just because we've got glamorous work today, some telework and all that, but this is like real, real stuff. And then one time we, we had to miss an episode of mine because John was on that boat that George Bowie was DJing <laughs> on and John, John took too much MDMA and he got locked in that wee cell they've got in the boat. <laughs> 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 I can't believe we've got to episode 100. You'll be delighted, Gado, because we'll get a telegram from the Queen, surely. Oh, is that what you've got? If he's got if he, surely, John, is the producer, you've yes. got something special for me. And uh, Rob. It's funny you said that, John, because I've actually got, there is a message for somebody for episode 100. It's actually a, a message from, uh, let me just load up, because I got him to send the audio clip. It's a message. Okay? It's a message from the Pope, Pope Francis. He <laughs> um, was over in Glasgow, obviously, for the COP26 thing. and got him to say a few words. Let me just play this uh, tape. I should just like to give one of my best praise to producer John and Corrido. <laughs> hail, hail. Congratulations on episode 100. Fuck off, Stevie Gerard. There we go. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you very much there from Pope Francis. Hello, man. I'm a uh, he's fucking good for 84, by the way. Oh, Pope Francis, by the oh, way. Oh, man. Big fan of my work. It seems the Pope's big fan of my work. A big fan. I see what the punters have been saying about this episode 100. Uh, Dale, Dale's got in touch. He says, all right, guy, here, here's my story. He says, recently I've... Fucking, here's my... All right, guys, here's my stories. If we want Dale's story. Don't want your story, Dale, but you sent it anyway. Right. Here's my story. He says, recently I've came across your podcast and it's absolutely brilliant. I do a lot of driving for work. <laughs> I wonder what it works is. I do a lot of driving. It's bank robber. So I've listened to mostly every episode. Can he stop laughing? Rab has the best part on the planet. Agreed. Gredo is a legend and John Agreed. is a, de- a deviant. <laughs> But a good guy. Yeah, fair, enough. fair enough. Uh, right, anyway, sorry. So Dale says, right, to the wrestling. Back in the day, I got my first wrestling video, which was WrestleMania 1998. And for there, I was hooked. For years after that, I was getting a Lenny old SummerSlam videos from my neighbour, hitting up Global to see what they had on the shelves. Once a month, my auntie who worked in a news agent would get me a WWF magazine. I read it religiously. Also spending all my cash on Scotsman models and A1 comics every Christmas and birthday. I was addicted. 
Eventually, in the early 2000s, Insurrection came to SECC. They always wanted to go to a show. Also, Bret Hart brought a show to Glasgow. WWE, was it that? I know. He brought it. <laughs> was it that? Oh. Bring a show to Glasgow. Unreal, a wee guy. <laughs> Run about 2005, I started to fall away from it as it became mid-ruthless aggression era and was becoming mere pish by the episode. I eventually gave up altogether and started following the football. Now it's 2021, because your podcast, I've started to pick up on it again. <laughs> uh, he says, I've got an IPTV with ExpressVPN, of course. There's a brilliant <laughs> wee link there. <laughs> what the one is this actually a fucking advert read <laughs> and it's and it's got every Wrestlemania from 1998 <laughs> up until now so I started on 1998 which I watched last night and it was fucking brilliant pure nostalgia right through the years the best wrestler is Triple H without a doubt hated the guy but now that I look back at it he's fought every best wrestler there was <laughs> with today's WWE bubblegum pop pish I hope Vince retires and Hunter installs the old days of WWF what you as lad think Keep up with class podcast, lads. For the original Grado. <laughs> no known as just Dale. Why is he called himself this the original the Grado? <laughs> this is the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I love this. Everything about the fucking using the dodgy stick to watch wrestling. Bret Hart brought a show to Glasgow. <laughs> that was great, Dale. That was great, Dale. Oh, Dale, I'm so glad you enjoy the podcast. I'm so glad it's got you back into the wrestling. Hey, do you know what? I'll tell you what, Rab, I've always said the most, the biggest accomplishment somebody could ever give me, like when when I was wrestling in ICW, was the amount of people that would say, by the way, mate, you've got me back into wrestling. Like, Aye. I remember as we got, I love it. And so seeing you know, somebody saying that with a, for the podcast is even better. But he talks about the insurrection 2002. Last week was November the 3rd. And mate, you've no idea how much I wanted that went to come November the third because November the third was the twentieth anniversary of my first ever WWF show, Rebellion two thousand and one. <laughs> but, but you're laughing right, and I'm not just saying it because the wrestling, but because my ma took me. Oh, uh, you know right. what I mean? And we met. We, we were walking along the street, and we met Maxine, who worked in the Rovers Return shoot for Coronation Street. She was. Uh, she walked by us. My mom was starstruck. We met Maxine for Coronation Street. And, the Rock versus Stone Cold, and that was that was the night that I went. Oh, I'm going to be a wrestler man without a doubt. That's why when I wrestled there, <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> like, never mind. I'm not talking about TNA magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would be episode with a hundred pound TNA. Come on, we need it. We need it. We need it. But anyway, it's just I. There was I wanted it to be November the third, and actually, what well, should they? She was born in November the ninth. I'm going to see what wrestles she was born. Oh, that's a good idea. A good yeah. one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me ask you a wee question, Gredo, right? Without right. bringing down the mood too much, right? This is just something I'm wondering because obviously I've had I've had three wins without my mom being there. How much do you wish your fucking mom was there? Oh, no, mate, I don't know. It was on the, on the way up into the hospital. I'm like, because, like, you know, I said it's only going to be an hour until the wind comes and I'm giving it, Aye. right? And I was sticking on her funeral song and all that, you know what I mean? Trying to make Aye. myself great. <laughs> you was just trying to make myself great, you know? You Sometimes you want to make yourself great. Aye. Um, but I and but what was also nice about it and all was because the um mama worked at Crosses, so she worked in the kitchens. Oh, so did she? Lot, I saw a lot of the nurses were coming in going, Oh, yeah, mama's a lovely woman. Oh, so that that's nice. of, you know, I mean, you, it's nice when folks say that, and it, it, is it nice, really, aye. really is nice. And oh, she would be proud of you and all this, and you look that much like her. So that's why I'm saying the kind of overall experience was amazing. It doesn't seem to say there was any, there's any wrestlers' birthdays. I know that I, I've Rex got it, Grado. You'll I, not believe this. The I, show I know has come full circle. Episode 100, we've come full circle. Guess whose birthday it is on November the 9th? No way. Jericho's. Jericho's birthday is November the 9th. I'm going to text him right now. That's mental, by the way. Wow. 
and November Pete the ninth and Pete Dunn as well. But Jericho's was uh, I'm going to take, November I'm going, the ninth. I'm going to text him right now. Right, I'm going to say was it your birthday yesterday? That's crazy, isn't it? Because remember as well, when he was on that first episode, I was asking him parenting tips because he's also the parent of twins. That's right. That's oh, so he is. Yeah, Jesus. So there's the, there's the whole whole connection is there. You know what I mean? Um, and the connection with you, John, is also that he's a bit of a deviant. <laughs> uh, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew, by the way, wants to put over his girlfriend, Nikki, for giving him a special 21st on Sunday and her mum, Becky, for being his Scott Hall for the day. And he sent us a picture and you, you need to sign up to the Patreon to see this picture because he's posing there with a WWE belt on and his girlfriend's more is doing the old Scott Hall point at him. I fucking don't know what's happening in that house, but I love it. I love it. Where did we see this other one? I'm just, was it, is that cringy if I send, was it your birthday yesterday? Maybe no, I'll just send him, I just ask him. Okay. Ask him. <laughs> I think he would want to know. I, would, I think he would want to know anyway. Yeah. I would just tell him that as well. Just say like, well, you see, know, I'm so proud. I'm so I? proud. I'm so proud. Yep. Say as well that you, because of that, you decided to call your Wayne Painmaker. <laughs> Painmaker Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Scott says, missed AEW for the last six weeks due to work, home life being too busy. Sub to fight TV's AEW plus after Rab was raving about it on there. It's superb. Well worth it. And uh, thanks to Louise, by the way, who's found the clip for TNA for last week when Gradle goes into the crowd to get their thoughts on Eli Drake and finds a fellow Scott. Gradle, we've got this clip. Oh, brilliant. Uh, can you play it, John? I can. Here we go. Let me talk to you. Laughing at myself already. Laughing at myself. This is effective life. Dummy. Yeah. That's those catchphrases. Yeah, yeah. All right, just in case. Opinions on you, you big dafty. You're a dafty. First one to say dafty in American term. What does everybody think about Eli Drake? Let's ask the crowd. What do we think? Ah, great now. Great my word here. What do you think about Eli Drake? Eli Drake shouldn't wrestle. You shouldn't wrestle, Eli. You shouldn't wrestle. You can't wrestle. You can't. <laughs> Just move on. He's, uh, he's messed up. <laughs> oh no no no! Go back, go back, go back. Oh. It's absolutely brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> How could I fucking just <laughs> hate you for keeping going by the way? Because I would have just been Oh my god, I would have that would have killed me. I know I should have went, I should have kept the mic on him. Um <laughs> by the way, I just text Jericho because <coughs> I says um was it your birthday yesterday? My baby was born yesterday. I'm trying to connect her buff with wrestlers' birthdays. It could have been today in brackets Ryback. Really glad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Uh, right, uh, Pablo's Vault of Horror, who was on the run-in last week, you remember, uh, some, sent us some visual content labelled Virgil is, as Virgil does. And what's, what's going on here? That is Virgil uh, right on top of Vince McMahon's star in LA punting his match. Oh my I God, like that's it. great. That's, that's great. funny, man. 
Uh, Chris reached out, buzzing. Going to take my two-year-old to his first wrestling show. Don't know who loved it more, me or him. Yeah, he's two. Probably you loved it more. <laughs> we got to see the return of the wee boot. Massive thanks to Grado for taking time to get a photo of his. Amazing. Just 10, he says, by the way. Hashtag. I hashtag just 10 because he popped me with that. He was oh, like, yeah, yeah. Is, that, is, is that just 10? <laughs> I was like, oh man, I goes, I goes, that's that's funny, man. So I was wrestling. Are we, are that's we, right. You had oh, you wrestled, didn't you? Oh man. I mean, I agreed to the, I mean, I got asked to date in June because it was for cancer and all that. And I thought, right, I'll just date. And yeah. I know, I mean, it was just a kind of taking a show up and, you know, and see what I can do to help out. I mean, it turns up and the promoter goes, um, I, your main event, 30 minutes. I went, I'll give you six. Because <laughs> I'm being honest, I'll give you six, including entrances. And mate, it was it was getting myself worked up, man. I've no wrestled in a year and a half, and I know there was it was it wasn't a bad. That was annoying as well, right? Because we need to get we need to get Frank on here. Frank Cullen, he is an old world of sport wrestler. You ever heard him rap? Aye, aye. No, mate, he is. He was telling me great stories backstage. I thought you need to come on the podcast, um, Frank. Um, I remember years ago. I don't think he was he was too keen on me, but um, I he put on a good show, and I, I, I definitely think we should get him. Get him on the show, but it was it was good to just have a wee show today in the entrance. And to be honest with you, pulled me aside because I was got I was I was telling him I goes look, mate. I mean the cardio I day, man. I walked my dog. I've put on four stone, man. I've not had a tan. I mean I looked ridiculous. But then he's like, oh, you're fucking uh, flying out the ring on old cruiser, mate. So I could take that. Take that as well. What was the first bump like, Grado? How did it feel? Well, you know, the, the, did you bump? Did you bump? I, 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to get to. Um, Mitchell, Mitchell Starr was a guy I wrestled and I says to him because you know when, when you wrestle somebody that you've never wrestled before you get that please don't say I'm going to have to kind of you know calm them down and go because sometimes you wrestle for, for the first time and they've got all these wild ideas you know I think we could do this and you know maybe I've got an idea that and you go listen mate he goes what, whatever you want to do we'll do it so I was like right I'm brand new um, so I, at the first, I mean he was like I don't he was like you've no been in the ring for a year and a half we don't need to bump you and I was like cool and then, but you know that way I'm like, fuck, well, I'll just take a bill for the top rope at one point and just to fucking break myself in. And he was like, no, I don't do that. But I, I, I we agreed that I wasn't going to take, try and avoid me bumping at all. But when once you're in there, it's like, I was like, he, during the heat, I was like, send me half and give me something, man. I want, I want to feel this. And I did it. It felt good. It felt good. And the next day of, you know that way, like, because Ste- Ste- I was only going to with Stephanie for like, I'd say about, 10 months before the lockdown happened so she had like she's no use like when I was like years ago when I was always wrestling every weekend and could hardly walk and could hardly go out my bed she wasn't really exposed to that because I even had calmed down wrestling then but you know that way the next day last week I'm waking up and I'm putting on the worker walk that kind of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I got oh, I'm sore babe <laughs> babe I'm sore <laughs> Did that feel good as well being there again? Oh, I, I feeling feeling sore was I missed that. The amount of wrestlers I talk to that enjoy feeling sore the next day is fucking mental, man. As it's a buzz, man. See when you can't get your bed, you're like, oh man, I'm Terry Funk. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, right? Um, so it's, it's good to see you're shaking off that ring rust, mate. It's nice to see. Last week we were chatting about the best non-wrestling wrestling entrances. We got a few nominations here. Omar on Twitter. Nominates um, Omar coming. Was it definitely Omar? The person's it name was Omar it? nominating Omar. That's mental. Wow. Omar coming and the whistling for the wire. I was like, <laughs> when it was something like that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, I can't remember. Uh, P Max says, <laughs> Blobby, Blobby, Blobby. Mr. Blobby on Noel's house party. Was a good entrance. This is really weird, by the way, because I've been. I've been watching a some amount of fucking Mr. Blobby stuff the past oh, couple yeah. weeks. Have you oh, really? I've been watching old Mr. Blobby clips because yeah. here's a something true about me, right? I think Mr. Blobby is fucking hilarious, uh-huh. by the way. That's right <laughs> on my street. It's fucking right on my street. And then I don't know if you know this, but Mr. Blobby was on this morning, know that even long ago, like with Philip Schofield, maybe like a, a few years ago. Um and it, it popped because they were talking about Noel Edmonds or something. And Philip Schofield went, Oh, hey, we've got a friend of Noel Edmonds on as well to comment on it, right? And then Mr. Blobby came walking into the studio. And I remember seeing this. And he, he walks in, Mr. Blobby walks in onto the studio set and he just walks right through all the chairs and all the tables and all that, knocking them out of the way. That's and I was funny. fucking, and I saw this on the telly. I was fucking dying laughing, man. Because you just don't, you just fucking don't get that. You don't get it. Anybody coming onto your studio and fucking wrecking everything, like it's like, like me coming on Go Radio or something and fucking falling all the bar and crofty, all the table, my legs all are crofty's heating all that and fucking and shouting. No, I mean Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. I could shout <laughs> all are crofty and the chair falls all and all that, and you know, and he's just having to laugh and be nice about it. <laughs> Get off me, Robert. And I'm like, he gets rolled, he gets rolled out, doesn't he? Like, uh, like doink the clown, like you know, again, you know, he doink sometimes gets rolled out. It's like stick on the stick on the, the doink costume, stick on the blobby costume, isn't it? Or he, he, he turns up and again. Did imagine, he imagine that was your joke? Was he back in the day as well? Being Mr. Blobby, be fucking brilliant. But he wasn't this like I know he was a BBC concept, but did he know he sometimes like shopping big, uh, like the big breakfast and that as well? I, like he, he wasn't. He was wasn't. Was he a free agent? Was he, he was not? <laughs> 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 he was. He was. Wait, he went to Channel Five in a Bosman. This is a genuine thing, though, John. Right? We hear this. It's a genuine thing. See, back in the day, right? He was owned by No Edmonds Company. He was joint owned, I think, by No Edmonds Company. Oh, you have been looking this up, right, Mister Blobby? And there is, a, there have been another. There was another, a theme park, wasn't there? There was a. Either was the crinkly bottom like theme park, yeah. like Blobbyland, kind of all that, right? But right. there was a problem back in the day. Wait, what they what they were called was rogue Mr. Blobbies, rogue blobbies they were called. <laughs> and that would be that would be rogue guys <laughs> guys that would hire Mr. Blobby suits. They weren't the fucking real ones, but they'd wear them and they'd go to Wayne's birthday parties, not right. And then they'd fucking like wreck people's you know, they would do all the falling about and all that, and people would get hot and all that kind of stuff. So eventually some the BBC had to step in at some point and go like you know, there can't be any fucking rogue, rogue blobbies going to people's parties because they're like falling all over the place and stuff. And... Do you think it was like <laughs> Doink, but it was like, I mean, obviously the most famous portrayal of Doink was Matt Osborne, right? But do you think several other people played Blobby or do you think it was just the guy? There's one guy, like he's the he's like some sort of thespian actor who fucking stood out in the Blobby comics. That is the guy that plays Blobby. No one else can play him. I don't know. You know, I'm sitting here, I'm laughing. This is where we need to get Frank Cullen on, right? Because Frank done some of these tribute shows. Back in the late old. 90s, right? And he was telling, I'm not going to this story justice. I'm going to tell it, but the the the, 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 the gist of it was that um, he had a guy come out as a road warrior hawk, right? Right. And he came out and all that, and then fucking apparently he was fuck all like him. And the next day, the son phoned him. <laughs> he's like uh, he's like uh, there's rumors gonna put that and uh, you know that was a fake road warrior hawk and he was like to the son well you never tell me <laughs> 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 
I'm on the Bobby trail. There was two people played Blobby, right? From 1992 to 2015, a guy called Barry Kirby played Blobby. From like fucking hell, that is a that is a stint. And then afterward to present day, it's a guy called Paul Denson who plays Blobby. There's only two guys wait, have done Bobby. See, see that first guy that did it for all the years? He Barry. must be like fucking Terry Funk. That guy. Aye. <laughs> Barry Killerby. <laughs> well, do you know what? He's still counting about Barry Killerby. He's got an IMDb. Should we try? I can see, because you know what's going on through my head right now is the next time that I do a family bash or oh, Rab, mate. Oh, mate, we need to get Blobby mate. on the show. A running book. Book Blobby me, versus me in some kind of segment with Mr. Blobby, please. You, I'll be Mr. What? Blobby's manager. Against Chris Toll or something like that. Imagine Mr. Blobby versus Chris Toll. Mr. Blobby versus Chris Toll. Amazing. I mean, you need, anyway, you need to go and fucking, all I can say to people is see some night, you just go and look at Mr. Blobby stuff and you'll just, it's just a great way to spend the night. As, Again, as, it's that whole era of Barrymore, you know, that kind of. Good old of, days, mate. The good old days, you know what I mean? Um, all right, so Pablo Pablo Bonzo Pablo Bonzo says Lord Flashart for Blackadder, hands down, best non wrestling wrestling entrance. That's a brilliant entrance in and through the roof on a rope, all that kind of stuff. Louis says Jeffy Gladiators surely is the winner. Also, talking about Gladiators, is there a potential for a wrestling style crossover show? Could easily see the Gladiators as wrestlers and vice versa. Also, the Wolf. Was one of the best heels in British TV. Rab, he says the wolf. It was actually just wolf. Rab, I don't know if you can clear this up because I know you 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 kind of watch with him on Jay Baker, but I'm sure on Jay Baker booked a couple of gladiators. I'm sure he booked wolf. I think he might have. I I think he might have. And I remember ITV were quite obsessed with for a tight. I mean, there was always that thing in ITV's he'd I know mm-hmm. that was kind of like gladiators is kind of like the wrestling if we bring the wrestling back it yep. could be like gladiators like all that kind of stuff well that's as i said before that's what all the sport was they were like we want us to be gladiators aye you know what i mean um <laughs> scott says the drill sergeant you don't go on my first whistle <laughs> um what is it he says what's the fucking what's he called contenders, contenders ready. ready that's it john anderson man he opened sulkers to hall is he? I don't think John Anderson's with us anymore. You're joking. I, 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 I'm sure I heard somewhere. I'm sure John he died. I'm sure he passed as well. Yeah. Um, well, if he's no with us, he's against us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how'd you get a job as a, was a referee? I don't get he was Scottish as well, you know? Yeah. Oh, you sick piece of shit, John. He's 89. He's still alive. Oh, is he? Sorry. I, I thought he, he is bad. with us. He is with us. Um, what if he's still taking bookings? <laughs> Bobby <laughs> Anderson, this show's coming together. Yeah, man, this is could that... actually be a, a, a you know, it's a bit like my soap corn idea. This would be good to bring all the audience back, Mr. Get them all back in. Wolf, the no, road no, animal, no. road warrior, hawk, the fake road, road warrior, hawk, yeah, Bo- yeah. bingo balance. The old Jim knew when he, when he goes to the toilet, he has to shout, <laughs> Bladder ready, <laughs> sphincter ready. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, <laughs> Tyson <laughs> Minnelli has said, hey gang, um, hope all is well. With John Moxley taking positive steps for his well-being, would be good to get Grado's experience with people in the biz who got better. was always shocked that Kurt Angle had anything to do with ICW as it seemed like the Henry Sellers of Father Ted. What? I don't get that last bit. What does that mean? I, I'm just... Uh... 
Henry Selleck and Father Ted. Is that no the, the the drunken guy in Father Ted? Oh no, that's not Nick saying about Kurt. He's like the, the, Kurt's been clean f- since 2013, 14. Um, I was like Queen was. Oh, he, he was like, all oh, right, all right. He, what he's Uri- uh, he was like the Eurovision host guy on that. Well, what, what he's meaning is Grado, like Henry Sellers and Father Ted. It was like character uh, who was yeah, after the drink. He was after right. drink and turned and he up. And scrubbed then... up on good on Thingway. Well, I mean, I've seen a lot of folk go through stuff like that. I've personally one day I would like to talk about what I went through, but the now I don't feel comfortable talking about it, and, I'm, and it's no what you might think it is, but I've I battled stuff like that for years and years and years, mm-hmm. which you know about, but mm-hmm. for me to talk about something like that would probably, well, it wouldn't be the best, even though as much as that I'd want to talk about it. Um, but it's, it, it's, I mean, there's loads of folk affected and stuff like that, and where it's been alcohol, where it's been painkillers, where it's been drugs that use, the recreational drugs that are rife in the world now. Um, and there has been people, and I'll, to be fair, that, that most people have turned themselves around. I remember Jeff will tell you himself, he is, well, I think it's third, three or four years to the day that he's sober. Look pretty at sure him it, I'm pretty sure it was quite recently he was showing his, it's like a chip they get, right? Mm-hmm. Aye. Sobriety, and I think it was like three or four years or something like that. I think he was showing his Instagram. So he's, quite, he's quite vocal about it, you know what I mean? And 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 but a lot of the time as a lot of folk help people that are that have got bored that have had bother with stuff like that because they're experienced like Jeff helped me through getting through something which um kind of wasn't good for me for a for for a wee while. Um and and and, and obviously I saw Jeff when he was gone battling through some stuff when he was in TNA and it was horrible to watch. But to be honest with you, the amount of people that have managed to I mean it is hard for folk. But look at Jeff Newman. He has he's he's got his podcast on the go. He looks a million dollars. Um, a lot of folk manage to battle through it, but it's it's hard for folk. I'm trying. I know what you mean with with people with that Henry Seller stuff. Folk that can turn it on. I mean, it's like I don't know. I kind of think personally, where folk have turned it on and and the ring, and you think, oh, they shouldn't really be out there. I suppose it isn't for me to say as well, but there has been some folk where you go, oh my God, he can't wrestle. And then I've, and they just, once the light goes on them, they just look, everything's fine. And you go, how did they manage to get through that? You know what I mean? Right. Um, but the but the majority of folk is what I'm trying to say is I've managed to get help and they have changed it. They are, they are a lot better. I can't think about the MDN that's really struggling. That's why, so the stuff with Moxley, I've not read into it because obviously um, with, with the Wayne coming on that. So I think he's admitted, He's admitted himself into alcohol. He's away in a rehab, eyes. Away in a rehab. So that guy will come out a hundred times better. It's a long journey for folk, without a doubt, because it's not only that with folk that go through stuff like that, they might get the stuff to help them physically and to help physical withdrawals for stuff. But it's the mental stuff that's after it. That's the biggie. It's the it's the acute stuff that happens once everything's out their system and they're feeling good, but then they have this slump and. That's the hardest part for folk is the mental side. Of, the mental side. Of it. And my feeling with this kind of stuff is always that, you know, when you when you hear something like that, you find out something like that about somebody like Moxley going in to rehab and stuff. That's you finding out about somebody getting better. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not a thing about you know. It's not a thing to feel feel sad about. It's a thing to be <laughs> like, right, this is a guy getting better. This is this is a positive thing, really. It's actually a positive bit of news 
Brenton, you know, I mean, it's all. I think it's always good to see things like that because you can. I can guarantee you for every John Moxley there is who is open about going into rehab and 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 you know and working on his cell in that way. There's going to be ten other guys behind them who aren't there yet. You know what I mean? And, and that, and that's, the, know, that's the sad part is that is the, is the ten other guys or women guys are women. And do you know what? I also I also feel sorry for a lot of people like Sir John Moxley that are going through this now in a world where really specifically in the wrestling business, there isn't he? There's no much of that left. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Compared to like the, the 80s and 90s, the 2000s, there's no a lot of examples of that still happening. So that's where I think Pierre Guy, he must have been, must be really lonely. Do you get what I mean by that? Like, he, he well, went maybe, harder, maybe harder to open harder up. Harder to open up. Sherry struggles with people because... Yeah, because you know it's no it's no that environment anymore where everybody's all kind of fucking, you know. Um, but you know, obviously, you just you just hope he, and and I'm sure he will. This is it. You know what I mean? He's doing it. He's getting better. If you want to get in touch with us about any of that, and here also, if you want to get in touch with us about if you're in that kind of position that that John Moxley's in, where you know, and I'm serious about this here. I'm not even joking. Because sometimes it's no easy to like open up to friends, or it's no easy to open up to family, or it's no easy to, you know, if you can drop us an email or drop, you know, drop us a message or fucking whatever. Because I know there'll be some listeners out there that are also, you know, statistically there will be listeners of this show out there who are going through the kind of stuff that John Moxley's getting help for the new. You know what I mean? And there's always we're not just here for you to send your puns to if you know if if, if there is stuff you're struggling with or anything like that, like, you know, there'll, there'll be an ear here at the other end that, that cares about that. But get us in touch with us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. This podcast is 100 episodes old, and we teamed up with Platinum CBD for Columbia Care, the world champion in CBD, and we are giving you the opportunity to try it for nothing, for hee-haw, damn all, you heard that right. All you need to do is get to your internet browser and type in call, col-care.uk and use the code DAFTFREE. I saw the one word, that's call-care.uk and the discount is DAFTFREE. Try the 10% oil or their capsules for hee-haw, nada. CBD, I'll tell you about it. Number of daily issues that resolves Sleep, chronic pain, anxiety, depression, stress, inflammation, your gut issues, brain fog, and many, many more. Remember, lockdown was a pain in the body. And our mental health, it might not be the strongest just now, but it can be a lifesaver for some. So let me tell you, Columbia Care, they brought their expertise in CBD. They brought it for America. They created a sophisticated CBD wellness range for Britain. And inside that, you've got your oil and peppermint. And you've also got it unflavoured, and it's easy to take if you take the wee soft gel capsules. There's no THC in it, it's vegan friendly, it's 100% organic, and it's backed with scientific research to ensure that you get a premium CBD product. I'm telling you, I get messages every week for people going, I see that CBD shite that you're trying to flog, what's that like? And I say, I'm going to be honest with you, We, I take it. John takes it, get a bash, it's no THC, it's no getting in it, it's just pure CBD, and it really does help you. Mental health really helped me. Getting up in the morning, it makes life a hell of a lot easier, and I'm not just saying this, 
a lot of the people that asked me about it have came back and said, by the way, that, that's not too bad. I got a decent sleep last night. And I'm going, well, I told you. So all you need to do is get to that call-care.uk and use the discount codes and you will be loving it as much as a lot of the wrestling daft community love it. Let us know how you get on me as well. Send us a wee text. Send us a wee tweet. Wrestling daft with platinum CBD. It's the part of the show now where we invite you, the listeners, to do a run-in. It's episode 100, folks. Who is it going to be? It's a surprise. Producer John's got a surprise for us. I'm hoping it's George Bowie. It's um, not George Bowie. It's not I'm George hoping it's Bowie. Crofty. I'm hoping it's Crofty. Oh, it oh yeah. It is. I can't believe it. I've seen his name come up on the screen. What a treat for everybody for episode 100. It is friend of the show, the one and only, Mr. Billy Gaddy. You all right? You sent it, Billy? See... Nothing, nothing. <laughs> I just remember that. What were you going to I say? Well, see, like, remember when the first time I came on this, right? And then joined up and you were like, Gredo, what you saying to it? First mm. time I've ever heard that fucking phrase in my life. And I was just like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, how the fuck did I respond to this? What were you saying to it? <laughs> I don't know the pop- proper response to that. You're like, what am I saying to what? You're Aye, that's a bit What am I saying to what? What you saying to it? What are you saying to it? Oh, you're right. How's yeah. it going? I know, bad man. Fucking just stress, man. Just stress. <laughs> Why are you stressed, Billy? Billy, I, I must admit, mate. I must. When I, when you first come on this show and then you blew up and you had over Lewis Capaldi talking about you, you made you trended and all the rest. Of it. I didn't actually really know you. You're quite a, quite a smart boy when it comes to articles and the. I mean, what, are you a journalist? You're a freelance journalist. You like to say what you actually do. You're not as daft as what folk might make it. Oh, cheers, that's nice to you. Never heard of it. No, so I, <laughs> I'm studying journalism in there. Um, I've done, done, done a HND at college, now I'm doing a course that's supposed to be for like postgrads. Because um, I, I want to get into Cali, then I get in there. And then now I'm just floating about in there with another 26 and 30 year old guys. Well, it's funny you say that. Rab, do you know how he looks older? Looks as if he's grown up a wee I think he's been through it. It's a pandemic, isn't it? He's been through some things now. Have you heard the news, Billy? What's the news? Gredo became a father last night. Oh, really? Brilliant, man. Uh, how, are you, how are you coping, man? What are you saying to Gredo? Uh, what are you saying to <laughs> Aye, man, it's good. Just kind of, obviously, it's the big, it's the big thing, mate. Billy's just, uh, just kind of getting there, you know what I'm saying? Any any tips or? Uh, no, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Uh, you got a girlfriend? You got a girlfriend, buddy? Have you? Yeah. Oh, sounds so, 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 so surprised, Gray, though. No, no, oh. no, no. Oh. Billy, tell oh, us yeah. about your girlfriend. Yeah, uh, I so we met on Tinder about oh, a year ago. No, man. Uh, so her name's Monica. Um, so I. My wee opening line was, uh, what was that again? Uh, I was like, oh, I heard you and Chandler split up, so I thought I'd mess and see how you're doing. It's funny because, because I don't know about yours, but Monica for friends isn't the first Monica I think about. Do you know I, used, I know what you're going to say, Gredo. Are you thinking of the Lou Vega song, Mambo Number 5? No. 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 Monica do you know who I'm thinking about? Monica Lewinsky. Ah. I think I, I think I'm Monica Bellucci. 
And also Monica that uh, cleans that? my girlfriend's father's house. Brilliant. Nah, so uh, she stays in Paisley. What's it? So you better athletic, but. Figure young team. What's her story? What's she saying? Uh, next day, Ferguson Park, to be honest. <laughs> what is she saying to it, Billy? Uh, <laughs> uh, she does uh, like civil engineering on that, so a bit smarter than me. You're going to be making a fucking fortune, man. You just get together. Uh, you uh, he's going to have wins. He's going to have wins. Oh, don't get into that. <laughs> did, 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 did you start going where before you went viral with a family guy? Uh, I would have well, would have, I have put a couple of weeks before. So, did right. you listen to? Did you listen to the podcast? No, no. <laughs> I keep going. I tell him, "Won't take care of this and that." And come, she's like, "My fuck, I'm not going to this." Did <laughs> so, you bring I'll, it to the big uh, Grado's big family bash when he does uh, it? Because um, I'm fighting Mr. Blobby. At it. <laughs> you may not know about Mr. Blobby. You know who Mr. Blobby is, didn't you, Billy? Hey, the big pink cunt. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, aye, aye. So it's going to be the battle of the big pink cunts, me versus Mr. Blobby. <laughs> uh, I don't know. To be fair, I'd pro- probably why the better ones tend to just sit into it, to be fair. I don't know. I don't, because she's no into like fucking like horror and like going all that. So I feel if like, I took it like ICW first, she'd be like, I need to go home after like, half an hour. Really? <laughs> <Do you laughs> because what? it's shite right now. Just, uh, uh, no, because it's shite now. Oh, <laughs> Billy, do you know what Mr. Blobby's wrestling name is? What's that? Blob Van Dam. <laughs> I thought it was Bob Blackland. <laughs> um, Billy, so what, what papers do you write for Mace normally, The Sun? I've only done uh, three for The Sun. Um, just been to that, like, that that's cool, so I'm going to see you back. Re- so. re- wrestling articles? Nah, nah, two were football. Uh, All right. So first one I done was uh, you uh, you football prices interviewed like Chris Boyd and that for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was my first ever interview I've ever done was Chris Boyd. Um, so I'm sitting, uh, mm. so I'm, I'm sitting in the sun office. He's on uh, some other guy's phone where he'd phone in. Feel like. Oh, what, do you, what do you make of the prices? Is it good enough? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> so I, I'm doing that, and then he's he's and his motor driving to a five side game, so he's he's using his fucking uh, <laughs> his phone in the motor, so he's pure shouting. He's like, I ain't not broke, I ain't not broke, <laughs> and I'm getting like pure, I pure shat myself. There's boys in the phone. Pure shouting at me. <laughs> you got any consoles? <laughs> What's I have got a uh, Fozzy on a uh, minute. Aye. Uh, when are they playing? Uh, 2nd of December. In the I, just text, I just texted Chris Jericho there and see if he's replied. No, you are. We do see. <sighs> yes, he replied. What's he saying? He said, uh, Yes, birthday was yesterday. And congrats, man. Everybody healthy. Oh, that, what a sweetheart. The TNA <laughs> cameraman's trying to form me as well. Shit, okay. If uh, those here in town, we should try and get Jericho. We should try and... I will go. I, I mean, I, oh, good, good shout, because I'm sure that the, the Panamang does start to the third. So I'm going to be trying to see if we can get something. There we go. Billy, what's your plans for Christmas? What are you getting your girlfriend for Christmas? Because she doesn't listen to the show anyway, so... <laughs> 
no, I've no go to anything for Christmas yet. Uh, you bit stuck on that one. So, so then if it, one year anniversary, going out for it on Sunday. So I've been kind of concentrating on that first. Where are you taking her, Billy? Oh, it's a surprise box, and this comes out on Friday. I said, I'll tune <laughs> Right, okay. Uh, so I was just kind of like, uh, I didn't know where to book it, so I just booked turners at random places. Uh, what? Places. <laughs> I, just, I didn't know where to book, so I was like, ah, I've not been in any of these places, so I'll just book them and see if, see, we'll see if it's all right. So, so you booked, like, <laughs> hold on. You booked lots of different restaurants. No, sorry, I booked. Drinks, then dinner, then more drinks afterwards. Aye, nice, nice, nice. Right, okay. And so, hotel check-ins at three. And oh, then yeah, we overnight, oh, oh, aye. Oh, nice, nice. I've just, I've just booked that, uh, booked that Brill down at uh, Ashton Lane. Oh, you love that, mate. Well done, uh, that's nice. And then, uh, Malone Carter, and then the gate down at the Galliot. Nice. And then, yeah, that's what it's all about. And then back to the feel- hotel. Aye, unless I go somewhere else, but aye. Just, what, I, I don't know if I know booked anywhere after it, but on the way back in Merchant City, one of my pals in college works in a new Irish bar down there, and it's open for like three in the morning. Nice. I remember like, a few weeks ago, we were coming down for the union, and I was like, I'll go in, I'll see hello, I might get a free pint and all that. My pals are in just fun, he's like, I'm a fuck going into an Irish bar, I'm waiting out here. So my pals <laughs> waited with him, I, I've, I've went down, down all these stairs and all that, and I go down. I turn to the left, there's a bar, two people in it. The workers, no fucking people in this bar. So I've walked into an empty bar and there's only two workers. And I'm like, oh, what are you having? So I feel obliged now to buy something. <laughs> I'm like, eh, is, is, is Joe in? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, right, he's a pint of tenants. Sitting drinking it. And I get a phone. He's like, where the fuck are you? You've been in there for 15 minutes. And I was like, ah, oh, no, I'll come out, I'll come out. I came out. I was like, I don't even know how much that pint was. Checked. Fucking pint, £5.70 for a tenants. So I went in for a free pint and nearly paid six quid, double the price for a fucking tenants. To set yourself in an empty pub. <laughs> but there well, is... you, should get, you should definitely get in there on Friday night because they'll be having the Stevie Gerrard uh, farewell party in there. <laughs> <laughs> Going to have one of the big banners up like they did in the uh, fucking, was it, the next day key? It was like Stephen Gerrard, welcome for a drink. That's what it's going to have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Billy, it's nice. been such a pleasure to see your face again, man. Oh, cheers. Uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a great face to look at for 10 minutes, but... Uh, Have you getting special to say it is for our 100th episode? Eh. Uh, I become, I become, I become him. Uh, keep that in mind. If you want to aspire to be something. <laughs> Beautiful. Cheers, man. Beautiful. Cheers, man. Beautiful. An absolute pleasure. We'll see you soon. Mind the gives a shout if... We, well, we might end up hooking up if we end up going to uh, Is it gig, right? Then we'll go right, to the okay. Irish bar. Then we'll get to the Irish bar if we can get a uh, free... If, what's his name, George? Joe. Jericho right. will be wanting to go up with strippers and all that, Billy. So we're all... all right, we're, don't we don't do that kind of stuff. So you can't come. Billy, you uh, need to go My bird will kick fuck it, mate. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine us four standing there with Jericho. Jericho being like that. Mum will go up with strippers and all, all four years like that. Sorry, Chris. Um, we'll just we'll just go to jump a taxi. We'll just we'll see you later, right? At least battle better fuck it all as you can go. That's no us. Sorry, Christopher. Bye bye. <laughs> right, Billy. Thanks a lot, mate. Right, speak soon. Right, see you after. See you later, Billy. Bye. Bye. See you later, bye. mate. Bye bye. You just made the list. We might be a hundred episodes old and getting a telegram for the Queen. That, of course, Grado will cherish. 
See, now, Grado, John's already made that joke, and it's in my show script thing here. So he's now, what he's done is he's knocked his own joke out of the script to use on Grado earlier on the show, and now I've sounded like I'm fucking repeating John's joke. Anyway, we're not too old today, a list of wrestling daft. I think this should be a final ever list of wrestling daft. So they are, because I'm sitting here thinking, no Charlie Nicholas, but I don't know. You need to let us know. I don't know. The wrestling, talking about the wrestling lists, the folk like that. I mean, see what you talk, ah, I can't be asked Talking about the wrestling. No, people, I mean, I don't See on this wrestling podcast. Do you like us talking about the wrestling or not? <laughs> you know, see, because see, there was wrestling daft listeners in that queue at the end when we were doing like, pictures for uh, the show. And he, the, don't get me wrong, one guy went, Can I give you a bit of advice? And I went, What? He went, Gonna start watching wrestling. <laughs> and I was see, like, this, what? Is a, this is it. Anyway, to celebrate 100 episodes, we wanted you to blow smoke up our arse and tell us your favourite moments for the show, right? So I'm going to tell you my top three favourite moments from the show, right? Oh. And I want to do this for the heart, right? For the gut. <laughs> right? For the heart. I think number three for me would probably be um, Chris Jericho. The interview with Chris Jericho because... No, just because it was interviewing Jericho and he was a great interview. It was a great interview and what a, he was an absolute sweetheart, wasn't he? The time he gave us and all that. Aye. It really was. But also because it was kind of the first time I'd properly, I was like, I'm going to be able to see, see Gredo every week now. You know what I mean? Which was nice, you know what I mean? It was like, nice. I was going, this is a great gig and all. It's like, this is a great gig. This is great fun. Being able to do this. and We'll um, get paid more money then as well. You've got to get paid, paid a lot. You're betting cute paid, handsomely then. We're getting paid fucking decent money there, I'll tell you, by the way. The like, you're going to be earning 10 grand a show on this. <laughs> Which, <laughs> what did it last about four weeks? Aye, we 10 grand a fucking ep, boys. <laughs> um, but that was great. So that's my number three. My number two, I would say, was there was an episode where me and Grado were talking to Wolfgang. Wolfgang was on as a guest, and we were all talking about Adid Moz. That's my that's my second favorite. I loved wow. that. I loved that where we were just like, and it was just a nice moment where it was just three guys just kind of talking about all in the same place, mm-hmm. all kind of opening up to each other. I love that we can, you know, it's a kind of show where we can do that stuff, and that's thanks. That's a big thanks to the listeners that were able to do that kind of stuff on the show. And then my favorite, and this is a total cop out, but my favorite episode is going to be my favorite moment is just got to be this one right here where we're at a hundred, where we're at a hundred episodes. We've stuck in, and I'll be honest, you know, we were supported by the audience out there, right? And we make a bit of money doing this because we're supported by the audience, but we're not making a fortune. But we're doing it just because we like doing it. We like kind of catching up and sitting, you know, and, you, you know, it's that, we, we're at episode 100. We've done 100 episodes together. We're all still here. We're all still, we're all still pals. We're all mere pals than we ever were when we started doing it. And we started doing it, um, you know, great. We were pals, but we're much Aye. We're much more pals now. Oh, I 100%. John was just, we were like, what the fuck's the story with this guy? Man? I will. And he's back <laughs> on, I'm like, trust me, man, he's banned you, honestly. <laughs> he, he's all right. He's all right. He's all right once you get Thanks, to know Gredo. him. Once you get to know him in about 100 weeks or something, you'll probably like him. Right? But, <laughs> but it's nice that we're just all, it's like, you know, it's just like doing a show with your mates. And it's, it's nice that a, a thing that didn't start out like that has became a thing where it's like, 
you know, just guys doing it because they want to do it, really, um, which is nice. And also, like, 100th episode, and then the babies came along. Brilliant. It's just, oh, that. So the new, oh. but let's see what the punters have said. Bronze Cello says, the Kurt Angle bus story. Hello, Granny. <laughs> and Grado calling the radio show, and he's granny, he's granny catching him. <laughs> Willie says, Rab's imp- impression I can finding out he's going into the hall. <laughs> Are you kidding me on? <laughs> Powerbombed went to a Vauxhall Cavalier says the best moments of wrestling after number three Gradle booking his mom's funeral <laughs> <laughs> The flustered Mark Minister shiting his briefs about music copyright and in general that entire episode howling Rico says the Rudo run-in was brilliant probably my favourite interview on the show that was brilliant uh, the first episode with Chris Jericho was great too. Pun-ins were amazing. And there was an episode where everyone wrote in about wrestling-related dreams. <laughs> Smoking roll-ups with HBK <laughs> and a mad junkie gaff. Hollywood Hogan signing for barbecue. <laughs> Kane Wharton and B&Q. And the brilliantly named Percy Sledgehammer saying they get past ruin. <laughs> the nation of domination like a joint. I <laughs> loved every second of it. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's episode 89, 12.30 in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, Scott says, Margaret Era Fiend. Put on a big red light for a fiend. Stevie says, best ever wrestling daft moment. Can he mind if it was the first or second time he was on? But when Shah was talking to Gredo about times when WWE was on during the day on Sky One, Gredo says something that buckled me. It's light outside and Crash Holly's on the telly. That should have been a t shirt. Gail says, 9 11 guy and the disdain in Rab's voice after every road story. <laughs> Andrew says, Grado's story about getting worms be eating his own shit. <laughs> <laughs> Max says Grado's impression of the fan that has a friend called Graham on the Isle of Man. Do it, Grado. Graham? I've got a friend from the Isle of Man called Graham. <laughs> Stephen said Rab's rant about people saying Cena was taking mania spots for other people last year. Outstanding stuff. <laughs> Graham says the story for that guy. <laughs> called his dad. We <laughs> <laughs> called his tag team the Red Boys when he was wee. <laughs> Mark says the run in for Bingo uh, Balance. Gosh, he says genuinely every single episode is superb. Always funny as fuck and never too serious. Loved it for the very first episode and buzzing for the next 100 episodes. CP right. says it's going to be young Billy Gaddy talking about 9 11 and Family right. Guy. And Steve Stoner says that episode where Grado spoke about his time <laughs> fascinating. It's a shame he mentions it so rarely. And Daniel says, best moment, all the people that have come together to contribute to the show all the time. It's a great little community. Wow. Well, Rab, that is the, for me, that is the best thing about it because, I mean, I will always, I know I keep bringing up Fit by Daft, but Fit by Daft, we do have a fallen, but in wrestling, Daft, it is a, it's a fucking. I don't like missing wrestling daft. I don't right. because, and by the way, the punters that write into this make this make this podcast. I think Stephanie there goes, you've no idea. Goes, we just sit there and folk write stuff in, and we can just play along with it. And it's fucking brilliant because we're we're, we're all, it's like it's the connection is right that we were all <laughs> we're all kind of fucked up because we all, we love wrestling, Aye. right? Do you know what I mean? Like we're, we're, we're all geeks. We're, we're all obsessed. Aye, we're I, all geeks. That are... we're, we're geeks, but we're really no geeks because there's like there's some folk that are, they come in here because like, like right, you could be into put it this. But see the thing is, you could be into Star Trek, you could be into Star Wars. You're a geek, right? I don't care what you say, Aye. but you could be into wrestling, and that's your geeky thing. But you're not a geek. 
Do you know what I mean? Aye, 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 we you tell yourself that, Grado. You tell oh, yourself that, mate. You tell you because I was reading something I loved this week. I, I don't know if you read the Eddie Kingston thing, Grado. The Eddie Kingston wrote. He wrote a big. He wrote a big article, right? And it's abs. It's brilliant. It's absolutely. I read it tonight. It's brilliant. It's really, really good. But it's that. It's that. It's, it's just that thing about anybody that's whether they're a wrestler or in, in every wrestler, almost every wrestler out there is a wrestling fan first and foremost. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And if you're a wrestling fan, it's like essentially you get you get excited and you fall in love seeing seeing these big guys fucking battering each other. You know what I mean? It's like that's your. That's your thing, and it's just that's the thing that kind of connects Oyas, and that's the thing that connects the whole community is the fact that it's a thing that for Oyas, it's like if you know, you know. Eddie Kingston talks about, um, you know, seeing one of the one of the great all Japan wrestling matches, you know what I mean, and saying like, you know, there's there's a certain segment of fans that just know what that is, they know that fucking moment, you know what I mean, they know the date and all that kind of stuff, and it's just that it's just having that kind of knowledge. It's almost like even if you're even if you're not keeping in touch with the wrestling product, the new. We're all still in the same boat. We're all still we can we can pick it back up. It's like riding a bike, in it? Loving wrestling. You can just you, you get back on any time. You're right, mate. And and by the way, shout out because predominantly I would imagine the listenership comes from Scotland and they pop up with us talking fast and talking slang. Shout out to the folk, you know, like see a Daniel in New Zealand who I, I would imagine that's Daniel who made that last yeah, comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like fucking well done for sticking ways and realise, you know, because it must be hard to keep up for somebody like him. I was talking about the way we talk about and the way we kind of talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, One of my favourite moments but, is when Gredo was steaming in episode 100. <laughs> yeah. But I was thinking the last time I did this, I was talking about when she did the car and all that, which by the way, fuck me, I was going out to John because he wanted me to get Matt Hardy. Now, I did try to get Matt Hardy last week. Now, the issue was he was in holiday this week. And the problem is we, we record on Wednesdays. That's always when EEW is. So I thought, I'll get Dixie. Fucking let me just... I was like, I'll, I'll Dixie will do it. You know what I mean? And I don't even think she's opened up my message. I messaged Dixie Carter last week. She's not even read it. Dixie, how are you? I hope you're keeping well. This is totally chancing my arm here. And by the way, I had to Google chancing my arm. To see sure it was translate right. my American, but it doesn't translate well anyway, anyway. However, my podcast celebrates 100 episodes. I know this is something I don't do a lot, but would you be up for coming on to Zoom for 10 minutes to say hello? It would be totally informal. <laughs> totally informal. <laughs> just, a bit, uh, just a bit of fun on Zoom. <laughs> it's a bit last minute, but our listeners would love it. Let me know what you think, and I really hope you're well. And Serge and the family are keeping good. <laughs> totally dinged. But she replies to my Instagram stories and she usually says you're looking good and all that. Look great. Hope you're well. She fucked me off. Oh, Dixie, man. I just want to, um, I'll take while we're talking about things like that, I just want to give a shout out to Excalibur, AEW. Um, I know you hooked us up, Grado. We were trying to get, we we're trying to see if we can get some AEW game stuff on. Own games master. Did it play out? What happened? The, the time, the timing didn't work out. Just really for like when we needed stuff for the show and where they are in the development process of the game. But the guy's a total gentleman, man. He's a total gentleman. He, you know, he, he, he put the feelers out to see what could happen because he's kind of well involved in all that stuff. The, the game side of things, you know what I mean? Um, and you know, just a total gent. So hopefully we'll get today something if Games Master comes back. Get today something down the line. But what? just a good guy. I mean, that totally blew my mind. I remember wrestling in New Orleans and this guy backstage, and I don't know who he is because of the mask mm. and he's like hey man you know rob florence and i'm like what the fuck do you know what i mean he knew who you were and stuff like that aye sweet sweet guy great mob aw john what's your favorite moments would you think would you like doing better wrestling after fit with that 
Oh, wrestling. Do you know what? It is, like Daniel said, see the community that we've built up in this podcast, you know, the, from everyone that's good. I've met a lot of good guys through it. And shout out, I have to say to uh, Jordy Coyle, who had, like, four-time listener of the week who did my tattoo. And the reason I got, I got uh, hooked up with Jordy is because he listens to this podcast. And I thought, he's going to be a good guy. But, you know, you've, I've met friends like Bronze Cello, Rico. There's so many people get in touch every week. And it's just brilliant. And it's just... The audience is so brilliant and so funny and so intelligent and they've always got something to contribute. And, you know, that that is it's my favourite part of the show and the reason we keep doing this is because of the people that listen to it, really. We need to do it forever now. We, we need to do um, and we need to get some live podcasts on the go oh. so we can actually see these people in the I know. as well. I, know. You know I mean, that's what we've got to do. That's the next step for the community and that's a, that's a promise phase that over the next 100 episodes, a number of them will be alive. We need I'm to date something. Alive, we need to date right away, and that's maybe a wee thing again that we can shout out to listeners. What should we do? Where should we date? What should what I kind of vibe you want? Because we want to get out there. I want to get there and have a laugh. I want to have a drink. I want to sit and fucking, and you know, because there's it's a lot just, of stuff. And I think as well, let's be honest, a lot of stuff I end up saying, and I'm like, hey, John, you need to take out. It's good stuff. <laughs> it's good stuff. We say, please good stuff, take out. We say good stuff that we can't kind of put out, and it's like you know you want to be in the room for that, and also it's like just being able to do things like show wee clips of videos and all that kind of stuff, and show bits of matches. It'd be great fun. We need to do it. We'll get it done. Um, but I, but that's thanks to the community as ever, and here's to another hundred episodes. Okay, cool man. She's there. <laughs> Woo! Get ready for the Christmas period with a free case of craft beer from Beer Fifty Two right now. Listeners are going to get two extra free beers, so that's a total of 10 free beers. Get yourself to www.beer52.com forward slash wrestling and cover just the cost of the postage, which is only $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club, and every month, members are sent a case with a different theme. Now, it's usually a different part of the world. It comes with a magazine and snacks, and if you don't like dark beer, choose the light option, that's why I do. And you can pause your subscription, or you can cancel it at any time. All you need to do is go to www.beer52.com forward slash wrestling, pay the $5.95 for the post. And that's all you need to do. Remember, this month, you can get two extra free beers. Now, listen to this. It's beer, and it's 52, and it's wrestling. What more do you need? This is beer that will blow the heat off you. You'll love it. And you're going to go a wee travelization through the world, trying all the different beers in the world. And that's how you deal with Christmas. And Grado's had a few of them tonight. <laughs> Every week, we like to jump into the virtual car and retell some of the funny and embarrassing moments of your life in the form of a road story. However, this time, Last week, uh, I sent out a request. Last episode, I sent out a request for works of fiction. I want to hear your best works of fiction. We're going to be telling them as road stories this week. Special treat for episode 100. So, Grado, why don't you jump in the car with me? Let's do it. Let's head back from uh, that show there. Yeah, we had a fantastic show. Okay, let's get the car started. Now, you remember... um, you remember about <clears throat> 2014, Grado, when I get my chance to impress the WWE in a dark match? You remember? You remember? Sorry, my girlfriend saying that I t- took her crisps. Um, no, I do remember that. Eh? Did you take your girlfriend's crisps? He's saying, 
Should you should, should I shouldn't have and you've knocked her crisps? Look, no, I shouldn't have let you in my bag of snacks. Angry face went in to get my crisps and they aren't there. Why are you like this, Graham? You took one handful and left them at your arse in the labour suite. I am fucking gutted. And I've just replied, there was no crisps. There was no crisps. <laughs> there was no crisps. Stephanie, there wasn't any. Stephanie, there wasn't any crisps there. No, your cheddars are there. I took your cheddars. Sorry. There's no, there's no crisps. I saw that too. Was it cheddars? Was it mini cheddars? Mini cheddars, Jake. That's a maze base. By the way, they're all in my fucking Gucci bag. Steph, sorry, we're live on the podcast. I'm sorry. Are you a Gucci bag? Very nice. Did I say the Gucci bag? Ah, you said the Gucci bag. I mean, my turkey bag. You've got cheddars or your Gucci bag. Nice. Right. You remember about 2014 when I got my chance to impress the WWE on a dark match? Something fair messy went on with that match, and I'd like to take a moment to explain what actually happened and why I get blacklisted for the WWE mind. Let's see. So basically, we were doing in London, right? Got a tryout, and it all went absolutely smashing, right? Big Johnny Laryngitis had caught a bit of me working a promo in a match, right, for some of the officials backstage. I think against some jobber called Rick O'Shea or something, right? Rick O'Shea, right? Irish boy, right? Rick O'Shea, get it, right? They spoke to me and they were like, you want to work the dark finish for SmackDown tonight? Big match John needs a steady hand and we think you could do an angle where you come out and sit down pile driver. As you know, my finish at a time and then get on the mic and talk down the crowd. Now, of course, my eyes lit up at a proverbial dollar signs grade and I was happy to do so. This is my big test and the plan was then to use the dark match on socials to give punters a new way to introduce a new megastar, right? So we had about four hours before the show, maybe six before my spot. So myself and a few of the boys went out. JBL took a shine to me. <laughs> so he asked me to come out to the meal and all, said he knew a great place. He knew the chef, he says, and it was on him. Now I'm no one to turn down a free scran grade, as you know. No. All was well. But I really filled up on my free food. And JBL was definitely enabling my love of food and I didn't think anything of it right, but my guts were starting to turn a wee bit. For a time, I had to make my wife in my crowd position to attack John. I was farting like a trooper. <laughs> Fans around me were getting pure raging, right? But I had to keep my cool, it was my big moment. You should have seen the looks as I tooted my way over the guardrail and hit scene from behind. I swear you could hear the gasps in unison, then a shower of booze. The gasping wasn't the end there though. As I picked up John and went for my finish, my gut was in bits and I was doing my best to hide it. However, the impact didn't allow for it. The second my arse hit the canvas and that sit down pile driver, a giant evacuation took place for my trousers. <laughs> and for the front row and officials. I'm no lying. <laughs> and officials! When I say I'm pretty sure I caked a young Randy Orton fan in the front row with my shite <laughs> as it escaped out of my shorts. Weeans were greeting and Big John was selling next to a puddle of brown. <laughs> All I could muster up as the mic was handed to me by a disgusted staffer was, I've shat it. <laughs> I threw the mic down and who do I see as I waddled my shite to Gorilla? JBL, pushing his cell laughing while hodding a bottle of laxatives. <laughs> to this day mate nobody calls me Rab Nightmare Florence they call me the Shitemare honestly it's taken me seven years and you're the first person I've ever told about it but that is why I am brownless sorry I mean blacklisted 
for the WWE. Who wrote that? And that fictional story was for the great Toby Michaels. Oh, that's funny, man. That was good. I enjoyed that. That was very funny, Toby. That was a good. Does somebody else send in a fictional one for Grado next week? I might hear one of Grado's fictional yeah, road Brian, Brian, uh, remember Irish Brian from a run-in from a, oh, a couple months ago. He has written an absolute script to be performed by both of you. So we'll get that on can't wait, next can't week. Can't wait, can't wait to perform that script. That's funny, man. Right, boys, well, you know, um, it's been an amazing episode. It's been, you know, obviously we've had to... You know, we, we, we've got to, it's been a, a crazy week. Grado's got to be running back up at a hospital now to replace the money cheddars. He's going to taxi and get up there with, yeah, taxi and get up there with some cheddars immediately. That's it for episode 100 of Wrestling Daft. Please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us wherever you get your podcasts. Mind for more content, there's loads this week. Um, get on there, get on the Patreon, support us. Grado's got a baby now. Grado needs more money for you. Yep. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Check out the merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. And thanks so much for listening. Uh, and also, thanks so much for listening for the past 100 episodes. Please stay with us because we plan to be around for a long, long time. And I think uh, both myself and John would like to give a special thank you to Grado for joining us the day after his bloody baby's been born. I know. Today, that shows oh, I couldn't miss it. That shows you what it means to him. And thanks so much for giving us so much of your time tonight, today at Grado as well. So go and get a rest. No, go and rest. Oh, up, I'm right? fucking, I'm going, I'm, I've got my bottle of wine to crack open. I've got a full of steak. I've got a full <laughs> no. of steak. I can't wait. I've got a fucking full That's of it. Steak. That's what, listen, this is enjoy what. Enjoy it. Enjoy it because this is your fucking last night your of last night, night mate. So enjoy it, right? I want to get shoes on. I got the key. I got the secret. <laughs> up the road now, Grado. Up the road. It's yourself. Audio. Frontier.